0: Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers to celebrity memoirs, news, business, and self-development. Every month, members get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection, and access to daily news digests from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs. Between a full-time job in IT and a full-time job in podcasting, it gets harder and harder to sit down and read the books I'm interested in. This is where Audible comes in. I can listen on my daily commute, relaxing, or while out running errands and still get in the books I've been wanting to get into. You can download titles and listen offline anytime, anywhere. The app is free and can be installed on all smartphones and tablets. Now you can try Audible risk-free with a special 30-day free trial by visiting audibletrial.com forward slash nerderyandmurdery. That's audibletrial.com forward slash nerderyandmurdery. Don't let your busy life get in the way of that great book you've been wanting to read. Go get your free trial of Audible today. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. This is Jeffrey, and we've talked about many times before that I experience problems and struggles with my mental health. And really, without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy does work. It's helped for me but, but what is, is, is therapy exactly? It's, it's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships at work or you're not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's really time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles. And, and it's time to start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone a camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. So join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And there's a special offer to Nerdery and Murdery listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash murdery. That's betterhelp.com forward slash murdery. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast.
1: Sweet 70 sounds on Capelix.
0: You're an idiot. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Thank you very much.
0: Welcome to episode two of Murdery and Murderery. Two, peoples. Um, so, you know, uh, it's like we just finished episode one and we're uh, sitting here in the same <laughs> spots we were, uh, I guess, just a few minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: uh, for everybody out in the uh, listener land, that was a week ago. So,
0: <laughs> Yeah, but for us, it was uh, probably only about 15, 20 minutes.
1: Maybe, maybe that, so, if that.
0: Uh, yeah, so no, that, uh, the, the first, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed that, uh, the first episode. I know we said that at the end uh, as well. One thing I, f- I forgot on the end of the first one. Uh, you can also email the show as a whole group at email at nerderyandmurdery.com. dot com. I'd given everybody's individual, uh, but there's the one that's email at nerderyandmurdery.com. But um, anyway, yeah, no, that was, was fun. Um yeah. The you know we discovered throughout that that we have to have a towel on the table for you so you don't bang on the table, and we may have to have a boom mic for you. <clears throat>
1: I talk with my hands.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah, I think if we have you sit on your hands, you're not going to be able to talk at all. I, no, not at all. So I think that's funny. Excuse me. My allergies are Oh, so up. sorry. You uh, no, take, no, a, I'm good. take a pill? It's just a pollen in the air, so I'm a little sniffly. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so.
1: Everyone's car is yellow.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> this time of year. They, everyone's car is exactly like that. So yeah, so we're we're going to we were going to jump right into our episode 2. I think uh, I think Will's getting hungry. So You're handsome. That's what it is. You're a damn handsome, man. Oh my
1: god. Yeah, yeah you, you you guys can't see what we're looking at, but it's it's like looking at a steak dinner. I'm just saying.
0: He um just said he wants to eat you. Oh god. <laughs> So that's interesting. That, that could be a whole new murder. Just, just don't
1: fail the first. Oh, like Iron Mike? Yeah, no, no.
0: Wow, wow. Well, I'm, I'm twenty slight, times I'm, I'm slightly disturbed by that. So uh, yeah. So here we are. We're going to do uh, episode two. Um, excited to see what uh, what Zig's going to cover this time. I've got a. Uh, I've got a. Anybody who's having a good day probably should just stop listening after they hear yours because my story is terrible. What? It's but, awful.
1: But uh, well, I'm going to dive into the uh, into the nerd deep end on this
0: one. Well, so. Awesome. Let's let's get into it. Go nerd away. Oh, okay.
1: Today we're going to talk about Fortress America.
0: Yay, Fortress America! I love it. <laughs>
1: I love it. So, Fortress America was uh, one of the Milton Bradley Game Master series produced by the Milton Bradley Game Board Company uh, back in the mid-80s. There were five of these in total. uh, Axis and Allies. Shogun, which became Samurai Swords. You know why? uh, Which also became Akusku. And they had broadsides and boarding parties, Conquest of the Empire, in Fortress
0: America. You know, it's funny. The broadsides and boarding parties was the one you just couldn't find. Yeah. Keith had one.
1: Yes. Our friend Keith had – he may still have it.
0: I don't know if he does. He searched for it for a long mm-hmm. time. Um, but yeah, we had Fortress America. We had uh, Access and Allies. We had Shogun. We had uh, Conquest of the Empire. Shogun and Conquest of the Empire, both those, I hate it. Oh, those. I, ha- I,
1: hate I have those. the old copy of, that we used to have of Conquest of the Empire that I play it semi-regularly.
0: I just – I couldn't stand those Love two. that game. Well, you know – You so, have to fix
1: the catapult rule.
0: Yeah, the catapult rule. The <laughs> other thing for me is is I I, I prefer – I prefer world builders mm-hmm. versus those because those you can't really world build. You've no. got to, you, you know, it's it's the same problem I have with settlers of Catan. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, you just can't world build with those, so yeah. I, I struggled with those. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, so Fortress of America, that's yes. I, that's one of my favorites. I yes. love Fortress.
1: Of it, it is it is a lot of fun. Um, it it uh, it's hard to play the game and sit down course I'm, I'm that way but a lot of those games i just want to walk around the table and look at the map and the pieces and it's a pretty map yes it is a beautiful map
0: uh, of the united states
1: yes of the united states uh, essentially it's a strategy board game and there are three types i think roughly uh grognard games uh from the french grognard or grumbler uh it's a an enthusiast who has serious attention to detail um, For rules and regulations, most of these grognard games essentially have uh, paper or wooden pieces uh, or cardboard. Uh, uh, games like Advanced Squad Leader, Starfleet Battles, uh, Barbarians. These are all games we've played.
0: You talk about nerding out. Uh-huh. Starfleet Battles, uh uh-huh. Keith and I nerded out on oh, yeah. so bad. Oh, yeah so bad you like, know you have no idea we
1: should get him down at some point to talk about starfleet battles just do oh, an episode gosh, on yes. that yeah
0: yeah so, oh starfleet battles is actually we're up he's down
1: oh well up down <laughs> whatever. yes bring him up that's right he's south of us
0: well it, you know so starfleet battles that was you know that was a strategy game and i mean the 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 core rule book alone uh, was was a couple of inches thick. Mm-hmm. Once you had them all, then you had the the expansion modules and everything that came out. But this was just a map with little cardboard cutouts that you moved around. You had allocation sheets and whatnot. The thing that fascinated me about these Game Master games is the pieces were beautiful. Oh yeah, they were they were they these were lovely so, plastic it, pieces. Yes, and they just lovely. had so much detail mm-hmm. on them. That's one of the things I really loved about these games.
1: Um, what he just mentioned, uh, um, uh, settlers of tan. That's another type of the, the, the strategy games, European style, uh, German style, or as they call them, Euro trash. Uh, <laughs> they're usually less, uh, less abstract than chess or go, but more abstract than, than the games we're talking about with these really intricate pieces. They generally require more thought and planning, and there's a lot of cooperation involved. Um, Then you've got the American strategy games, uh, American games, or as they call them, Ameritrash. Uh, They encourage direct conflict between players right off the bat. Um, Even in some co-op games like Dead of Winter, you have a significant degree of luck involved, a lot of dice rolling. Uh, Risk, Axis and Allies, Conquest of the Empire, and Twilight Imperium. I would say that this particular game that we're talking about, Fortress America, is a bit of all three
0: of those. Except I hate Risk. I like the risk variance. I hate risk. You hate risk. I hate risk.
1: Wait, it's the continent bonus. That's what drives people nuts.
0: No, that's not what drove me nuts is because we had somebody, and I'm not going to name him out here, mm-hmm. but we had somebody I will. that not, <laughs> not only would, was he good uh-huh. and not only would he beat you, uh-huh. but he was merciless on poking at you while he beat you
1: what we refer to as a tud
0: uh, yeah n- well and it was a t- they were they were terrible they were awful tuds, mm-hmm. and it made it to the point where i just didn't enjoy playing the game mm-hmm. and he re- he ruined it for me
1: eric berg ruined a lot of <laughs> games for <laughs> okay, a lot of people give the name out. yeah, but yeah he, he, we love you eric we miss you no I don't but we don't want to play don't. games with you anymore
0: no no
1: <laughs> so yes yes a so fortress america is a bit of all three uh there's a significant amount of tutting. Uh, the last time we played Fortress of America, I did a significant amount of tutting and I got my ass
0: whipped. You, you did, no, no, let's back up. You did significant tutting before the yes, game before on the how game. badly you were going to beat us.
1: It was a route. It, it was a route early in the game. It was obvious. I had a strategy that I was I was going to attempt to, to play, and uh, it 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 did not work, and uh, it was awful.
0: It was fun for us. Oh, I'll bet it was a lot of fun. for I'll us. bet.
1: I'll bet.
0: Um. So, you know, are, are you going to kind of tell the premise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of- I, I, I didn't I, know I, if you were going to get to that. Yes,
1: yes. The, the The premise of the game is ostensibly. <laughs> It's in the future, uh, in the future from where we sat in the early 1980s. So we were expecting the communists to take over the entire world and uh, America was standing alone, except for Canada, which didn't want to get involved. Uh, the premise of the game is kind of silly, but it, it effectually plays out like this. There are three players against the American player. Uh, yellow, blue, and red. Yellow, the Asian People's Alliance; blue, the Central American Federation; and three, the Euro Socialist Pact, which is the red player. Uh, it has a dim- interesting dynamic that it's it's three players against one player. Um,
0: the- well, and the, I mean, I mean, in the game itself, the reason for that it's it's basically the world except for Canada against mm-hmm. America mm-hmm. because the entire world agreed. To take down their laser satellites. The laser satellites. The laser satellites that could ju- that could smoke things in yes. space. And everybody in the world agreed to it except America. That's right. And so everybody decided, well, then we're going to attack America.
1: And, and America gets a laser uh, satellite uplink in one territory every single turn. And it has a 60% chance to hit. There are cards that give it better chance to hit uh it's something like i think 70% yes because uh anything three or better so yeah 80% chance to hit yeah the fair weather card fair weather card Uh, Which, if it comes up early in the game, it's not so bad. If it comes up late in the game... Devastating.
0: Yes, it can can destroy the game. Well, because the thing about the laser satellites versus all the other rounds where there's attacks going against the pieces on the board, those laser attacks are free attacks Mm -hmm. against a single enemy unit. In a territory. Every single turn yeah. for America for as many laser satellites as they have. Mm-hmm. So when you start with one, it's fine. You get to turn 10, and there's 10 of these things.
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's devastating. devastating. It is devastating, especially if they get that clear weather card, and they're hitting it 80%. However, I've seen the dice go cold, or that clear Keep weather card. With. Yeah, I saw him be- embed a dice in a wall because of it.
0: Yeah, through his dice.
1: Yeah. Eight, okay, so if you have four good players playing this game, it should be close every time. That's what's so great about it.
0: Except for that time where we beat you senselessly. Beat me mercilessly.
1: Um I so okay, so essentially the um the attackers get to reinforce, I think, on eight turns. In the new yeah. variant, you can you can reduce the amount of troops you get. To stretch that out and get cards that can benefit you, uh, the American player puts all of their pieces out, and they get reinforcement through these cards on their play.
0: Right, because America, everybody's coming to attack America. America is already yes. set up,
1: and it and and it, it is definitely slated towards the defense. Now, the goal is to keep and hold. I believe it's
0: eighteen cities. Th- third, third, I, I eighteen cities. Remember. Okay.
1: Yes, the goal is to eighteen cities
0: um for the, for the attackers for the attackers for the attackers to hold them because America's got all the cities
1: yes yes and and uh early in the game it's pretty easy, but it's not it's hard to hold eighteen cities you could probably hold ten without any issue and
0: and well, in the first turn I- inevitably. Um, the attackers take several cities on the first turn. Yeah. Because they're bringing in so many units. America is just in their, you know, standard two, two units per city. Yeah. That, that are set up. So, so it's, it's, it's a, it's a slaughter for America at the very beginning.
1: Yes, and they get these cards for partisans and for rebuilding equipment, so they can always resurrect their troops depending on what the cards say.
0: Whereas the attackers do no, not resurrect; no, they do their not. Re- troops. They- yeah,
1: once their troops are gone, they're gone. Yeah, uh, I think in the new variant there is a there are some rules where you can resurrect a, a piece or two later on, but it's. It's not nearly what America
0: has. Well, and that's and that's why basically um, for Fortress of America, you only have a certain amount of turns. Yeah. To win yeah, as the it, attacker, yeah. because once you get past turn eight, and you're no longer re- able to reinforce, and America's got eight LSATs, mm-hmm. um, it's it's almost it's it's almost impossible to win yes. if you're not pretty much in yes. control by that point.
1: Yes. And uh, another thing that limits the. Uh, the gameplay is there's only one round of attack per turn one round you get one round of attack um
0: wow that was my stomach
1: in each territory sounds like somebody else is hungry
0: wow that was
1: no he's thinking about fortress america and it's just it's doing it to his stomach i'm telling you this this game is like crack we can't get enough and i haven't played it in a few years
0: yeah it's been a few years yeah
1: I think the last time I played was the last time we all played together.
0: Oh, that'd be the last time I played for yeah. sure, for yeah. sure. I mean, we, you know, I, I don't, I don't know that I've ever played Fortress America without Keith in the room. I, mm-hmm. think, I think I've played every single. Game of Fortress America with Keith, um, you know, because you could do it two player as well. And he and yeah. I played against each other. Yes, you, you can play one two of, player. You know, and that's one of the reasons why. You know, another one of those games, Access and Allies. That's one of those that most of y'all won't play with us mm-hmm. if Keith and I are on the same side, mm-hmm. because he and I played that game so much. Mm-hmm. I think we know every strategy you can yep. do, every way to win. Yes, and 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 no, I mean. Not not to not to boost our ego or anything like that. We're really good at that game.
1: They're also really good about tutting about that game.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. I'm excellent about tutting about that game.
1: Yeah. It's uh God and
0: here <laughs> I am sitting, sitting here I, I you know, saying how much I hated Eric. But <laughs> I can't tell you with Eric, it's so much worse. I it's just
1: I, I have, <laughs> yes, I uh I uh I've been on the receiving end of that tut from Eric oh. too. It's terrible. Uh but no, yeah, the the Milton Bradley uh Game Master series are just... They're incredibly ga- games. You need to carve out a piece of time to do it.
0: Oh, yeah. I would say yeah. Fortress
1: America is probably the shortest game. Maybe Broadside's and Boarded Parties. Broadside's and Boarded Parties is short. If you can find it. That's only right. a two-player game. Right. Um, but I know... I don't think I've ever played a, a Shogun Ikutsuku Samurai Swords. It's had three different names. Uh, to its finish. I don't think I've ever done that.
0: Um... I thought maybe we did, but, but I mean, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. Most of these games, you're going to dedicate a minimum of two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not counting setup because yeah. you've got to set up the board. Yeah.
1: It pieces. takes an hour to set up access and Allies. Uh,
0: I wouldn't say an hour. It's, it's probably shorter than that. I mean, we've done that for so long. Yeah. It's not that hard. Um,
1: no, I mean I mean, like a beginning player. It's going to take them oh, an hour to set oh, it up. yes. Absolutely, easily.
0: Absolutely. You know, read through all the rules and everything like that. But, I mean, you know, if you know how to play and set up the board and everything, most of those games are going to go anywhere from two hours to six hours. Yes, easily. Depending on how it goes. Depending on how it goes and depending on how many times you um, – Uh, spawn off into conversation completely away from the game. Who?
1: Us? (laughs) Who? Us? And it's turn-based. What's great about this game is is you can finish your turn and then go and make yourself a sandwich. And while somebody else is planning, somebody's walking around the board going, give me a minute. I need to see what I'm going to do now.
0: Yeah, I love the strategy of it. It's a, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Those are, those are some of my favorite games. Oh, yeah. Um you know uh so many you're starting to see more now that are um cooperative games mm-hmm. you're starting to see, the european the style. european styles you're mm-hmm. starting to see more of those um and maybe it's just because we beat each other up for so long uh-huh. we playing against each other uh-huh. that, you know i
1: i can remember sitting up and talking about strategies for these games with my friends just oh gosh, just, yes. just 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 not hey, we're going to play in two weeks. Well, we need to work this strategy out. I've oh, got yeah. an idea.
0: Well, not only do not only that, but we we could sit there and pre-talk about the games, and we could post-talk about the games. Mm-hmm. We always had that too. I mean, yeah. you know, remember you know how this happened here and blah, we, blah blah blah. When we lost the game, this is where we lost it. Yes, it was right yes. here at this point. So many conversations. Were you a part of the Fortress America murder session? What What? the one where we were playing in somebody's apartment and we left the front door open and we were playing Fortress America and we were all just exhausted. We were exhausted and it was real late at night. And I swear it was midnight one, two in the morning. Um, and and all of us are like we're just going to take a few minute break, few minutes of break, and so we all just kind of laid down where we were, and we were about, I was about half asleep, and suddenly the, these these guys came by and looked in the open door and went, "My God, it looks like a murder scene in there." <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I don't think
1: I was part of that. I would have remembered that. <laughs> I hope. <laughs>
0: Oh, God, who knows what we remember from our younger days? It's too long ago now. Oh. No, but those are, I mean, those are, those, those are, those are fun. I mean, we, we played so many of those over so many years. Mm-hmm. Part of the problem, though, is um, for a long time, well, I guess it was, it, it was every time we would either have to A, Only play these games when four people were available Mm -hmm. because so many of them were just four players. Yeah, Fortress America Um, being
1: a a two to four player game. Yes,
0: yes. Some would go to five. Axis and Allies was one Mm -hmm. of those. I think Shogun you could play with five. Five or six. Maybe. Um, but But those games were hard to find. Most of them are tailored for four. Yeah. And so it was always hard to, you know, narrow down, well, you know, who's going to play because yeah. we can only do four.
1: Yeah. And it, it, and it's a four hour, it's a four hour commitment. So yeah. we don't want six people there because two people would sit around and watch. However, right. however, I will say this back when we were younger, in some cases that was okay. Yeah. Yeah. In some cases that was okay because it they were fun to watch fun to watch for nerds
0: but you know <laughs> it's a hey now hey now
1: yeah i could sit and watch a game of fortress america i'd rather do that than watch uh what was the game with the with the oh yes football i would rather watch a game of fortress america than a football game any old given time
0: i i couldn't just sit there and watch i i have to play i i, I could not be a spectator on a game like that i i i have to play
1: it's it's beautiful it's it, and it's it, – they've recreated it. It is – it has been – Multiple times, yes. I think. Yeah, it's it's available now. You don't just have to – back in the day, after they quit making it, it was hard to come by. We had to scrounge – Fortress
0: America was the easy one to come by. Um, well, and actually, Ax- Axis and Allies, they continue to produce. Yes, they continue to produce that. And then you've got all the Axis and Allies variants yeah. now. Uh, because they they introduced one just for Europe. They introduced one just for Pacific. Mm-hmm. I that think you they can did. combine. You can combine. I think they did one just for D-Day. Yes, there's um, a D-Day Invasion. So then there's that. Then you talked about the one that just recently came out. Yes, Axis and Zombies. and
1: Zombies. I just got it. I haven't oh, had a chance to play it yet, but I... I- Popped all the little pieces out of the sprue and uh,
0: but But Fortress.
1: Put them in bags and.
0: Fortress America, with the exception of they, they added some intricacies to it, there was mm-hmm. not really different variants or versions. Action Allies was yeah. the same game. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, um, for, or uh, Fortress America, excuse yeah, me. Yeah.
1: Fortress America is fairly balanced. If you have four good players, it should be close. It should be close every time you play
0: except for that time that we spanked you yes obviously. they
1: spanked me they beat me like a rented mule
0: oh the dogs apparently got upset about that one that's
1: right see spanking not yes. good so yeah uh, i was spanked uh i was beaten like a rented mule uh,
0: yeah to say the least it was pretty it was pretty bad they were, it they, was were pretty they, bad.
1: they and they were they were terrible
0: too yeah no, yeah i can admit that
1: yeah you should feel sorry for me
0: I don't but well you know, I mean, yeah yeah right
1: keeping aside all the tutting I did for weeks ahead of time
0: yeah that's and that's why we were so terrible too is because you did you did for weeks <laughs> it was so much fun yeah so yeah
1: we uh, had to uh yeah honestly I prefer playing the blue player the southern the southern approach that is my favorite spot uh playing America is
0: hard and I prefer playing America
1: I, I would rather play the the, uh, the blue player. I'm okay as the red player. Uh, the red player is one of the hardest players to he's, have.
0: He's probably the best at the red. Yeah, he's the best. At the red. I'm best with America or the blue.
1: The uh, yeah, um, our friend our friend Don likes to, to play the yellow player because right. he's really good at the helicopter hop. Right.
0: Where the he, red being the the East Coast yes, attackers, the blue the South, and the yellow the West Coast attackers. Yes.
1: Yes. Uh, the, the The red player, the East Coast uh, invader, has has a lot of cities available, but there is a a very large wall of of oh, defense yeah. to get through. And it's it's hard to play, yeah. but it can be rewarding. And if you can break through that wall, you can essentially win the game on the red side.
0: Um, well, the three the three players have to basically pinch yes, together. They, yes, they have it. to work together. They you have to cannot work. Cannot win if you right. don't. Um. Even though you can have an individual winner, I believe, if I recall correctly, there are yeah, rules for that. Yeah, That's, you add up who
1: got what cities, yeah. what what yeah, territory. You, there are territories marked with, um, uh, agricultural or, or uh,
0: uh, agriculture, oil, and uh, so wheat, oil, and. Um, there's a third one. Uh, minerals. 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 Minerals,
1: yes. And you use those to tally up your score. It's also the ca- the cards come into play because there's different regions on the map. And it say, you know, have one region in a mineral territory in the mountain region. that That's where the partisan pops up. That's where the cards say that. For
0: America. Yeah, yes, right, for America.
1: Right. That's where the reinforcements come right. from. And if they take a city back, they get
0: an extra card every yes. time they do that. That's which can be It's always devastating. Yeah. Do because, they only get one card no matter how many cities they took back? I don't think they got a single card for every single. No, I
1: it's it. I, I believe did they? yeah. Oh, the wow. notes I was reading that it's a card for every city they take wow.
0: back. Yeah. I didn't remember that. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, and it it is slated towards the defense, but sometimes the best defense is a good offense. Taking back a city helps the American player, but they are they are at a, the same disadvantages the attacker has when taking back a city territory if you you get better hits if you have combined arms
0: right you you have you have a you have a better chance on your die rolls mm-hmm. yeah cities mountains mm-hmm. uh those are those are territories where the defender yes gets uh better odds on the dice roll. cuz you have got the six sider mm-hmm. Eight-sider. And the ten-sider. And the ten-sider, yes. the three types of dice. Yes,
1: six, eight, use. and ten.
0: Yeah, because, like, infantry and armor use six. Mm-hmm. The helicopters and— tanks. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Hover tanks and infantry use the six.
1: No, no, the the, uh, the armored
0: personnel hover tanks. Can, the APCs, APCs and, and the infantry use the six. six. The tanks Tank. and
1: the helicopters use the eight. eights. And the jets use the tens. Tens, right? And the uh, laser stats also use the tens. But
0: on defense, the APCs, I think, use the eight if it's combined arms.
1: Yeah, something like
0: that. Yeah, there's one of them. I it, God, it has been a while yes. since I played. I used to. Know or they this. know that I,
1: I. And they they hit better. They're, they've got better odds to hit. It's like you can get it on a five or a six as opposed to just a six.
0: Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So it's, it's, uh, but it's a lot of fun, ain't it? I would, uh, I would recommend any of our listeners looking into it and maybe breaking down and, and, and purchasing a copy. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can go oh, in yes. with friends and just keep in mind, you're going to need to slate for the first time, probably five hours. Cause it's oh, going to yeah. take you a while to set up get the, it learning the, package. Rules. You learn the rules. Yeah. Um, but it, if you're all beginner players, um, I
0: think that's a good one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If you're all beginner players, as long as everybody's at the same play level, right. You're going to, you, you, the game's going to be close every time you play it. Yeah. Every time.
0: Except for that one time that we really just spanked you, like, you know, hard.
1: It was awful. We, we
0: brutally, brutally defiled you. It, it was awful.
1: Yeah. it was awful I, it was ne- defilement I, I've never defilement. been I've never been beaten in a game badly that that badly in my life yeah.
0: and it was enjoyable
1: I'll, I'll bet actually I had a lot of fun yeah. playing yeah. it too
0: <laughs> well seeing as how we've talked about that one event for many many years now so you know and I'll I'll, I'll, I'll are able to uh, retain our friendships.
1: Hey, when was so. the last, you remember last time we played Fortress America? Uh, who was it that, 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 that won that time? I, I think
0: that is the last time we played it is, yeah. is the time that we just beat you mercilessly.
1: I would like to play it again. I would like to play it again sometime. I do not want to play as America. Um, I don't like playing. That was the first time I would ever played it as, as America. Did you know that?
0: Yeah, yeah I've yeah. never played as America. No, I, I remember that because that was all part of it. You wanted to do it and uh, just show your superior skills. They,
1: they were not superior.
0: No, they were not superior.
1: There is a bit of luck. My dice were not great either. But
0: that it has wasn't something to do with it for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's it's mostly strategy but die rolls can completely take your strategy and grind it into a fine dust if you just... A fine
1: pink turn mist. Them.
0: Yeah. If, if your dice rolls turn against you, yeah. even the most perfect strategy can just be trashed.
1: Hence you know? the uh, dice embedded in the wall.
0: Yes, because Keith threw his dice into the wall. What think is the thing to fire, into a fireplace. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Yeah. And, 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 and with... with- With uh, many expletives.
0: Oh, yeah. Always. Always.
1: And just yelling, not at us, at the dice. He was so mad. And and then he apologized. Hey, I'm not mad at you guys. I was (laughs) mad at that goddamn dice. (laughs) And it was like, uh, okay, we still won. Yeah. Yeah, it was for, I believe, Kansas City, and it was my blue APC. God.
0: You're an idiot. I can't see him as he's pumping his fists into the air. That's for you, Keith Chenoweth, down in Austin. At one of the few times he was on the winning side in that battle. Yes. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, I would like to give a shout-out to uh, Chipwich.
0: Oh, he's going to hate you for that one. That was the plan. Is that it?
1: I I, I believe that's it. You're that's right. all for Fortress America, other than get out there and play it. There's some links you should really check out Board Game Geek, not just for that game, but for other games. Yeah. Uh, if, if you're into the strategy board games, it's a great place to go just to look at things, see things. Maybe check out uh, Will Wheaton's Tabletop on yes. YouTube. They actually show playthroughs it's of certain site. games. Yeah,
0: yeah, we'll put a link uh, link on the on this episode's page. Yeah, uh, Fantasy
1: Flight Games uh, is the one that has Fortress America yeah. now.
0: Yeah, yeah, they uh, bought out the yeah. Milton Bradley, yes, writes. it is. It
1: is. It's Fantasy incredible, Flight has um, done really good yeah. with
0: with that stuff too. Oh, their pieces it's are been, so beautiful yeah, and intricate. Really and I,
1: I do like the older map a little better than Fantasy Flight games. Uh, the the map is pretty, but uh, there's a there's some color variations on the older map which are a little easier to see. Even though the newer map is prettier, both maps are equally. Wonderful, and yeah. I think the newer map's a little
0: bigger. Dude. I think my current version of Fortress America, I think, is the fantasy, the fantasy flight, flight version. game. I yeah. think I, I don't think it's the old Milton Bradley because I I lost that years ago, and so, yeah, I think mine's the fantasy flight. Cool.
1: cool, awesome. So yeah, get out there and play it, folks. Good stuff. Enjoy. Don't take our word for it.
0: Enjoy uh, living that, especially that 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 beatdown you endured. So.
1: Again, if you're all the same type of player, it should be close. Should
0: we we'll let you believe that one. Take it easy on the American player. It's really hard. All right. So guy, I guess it's time for some murder. Murder. Alright. So so yeah, um on on to the murder. We actually had to take us a little lunch break. Woo-hoo. Uh, eat us some nice pizza from Wise Guys. So yeah,
1: Wise Guys. Big shout out to Wise Guys. Great, tasty uh, pasto uh, salad.
0: They want to sponsor us. So yes. You know, do Wise Guys. Um, let me see. Where was I? Oh, so murder. Uh, yeah, we stopped to have lunch and
1: murder. Wise talk Guys pizza. About
0: that. Um, excuse me. So. I'd said ow, I'd said it kind of at the beginning uh before I got into this. This is uh this is dark. Real dark. Um I'd heard about this one before. This is one of the
1: Darker than getting your ass handed to you in a board game, dark?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Damn it. Um this is one of one of the most um, it's listed on many sites as one of the most gruesome um and, and just terrible murders. Um, and it was it was very hard to read about this. Um, there's a lot of information out there. Um, most of it I t- obtained from the Indianapolis Monthly, uh, Sylvia's Child Advocacy Center, Advocacy Center website. Uh, the Richest.com Wikipedia and multiple videos on YouTube. Uh, it is called Indiana's Most Terrible Crime, and this is the murder of Sylvia Likens. Okay. Um, so, you know, I just kind of get into it here. Um, we started off with um, a, a lady named Gertrude Nadine Baniszewski. I, I, I don't know how to pronounce her name. I probably should have looked that up. Uh, she was born on September 19, 1928, in Indianapolis, Indiana, to Molly Myrtle and Hugh Marcus Van Fossen Sr. What names? She was the third of six children. Um, on October 5th, 1939, she witnessed her father die suddenly from a heart attack. Uh, six years later, she dropped out of high school at age 16 to marry 18-year-old John Baniszewski. Um, they had four children between them and it was said that John had a very volatile 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 uh, temper and occasionally beat Gertrude um they however remained together for 10 years before getting divorced so you know it, was, it was supposedly a pretty bad little ten years they got
1: they got divorced in 1949
0: uh yeah wow that's
1: that that's that's pretty severe
0: yeah. Um she next married uh Edward Guthrie uh and their marriage only lasted three months before getting divorced um and then she remarried John
1: sounds like my dad
0: <laughs> <laughs> five time John like <laughs> my dad my dad was married five times as well, although four and five were the same woman
1: uh my father was married seven times and That's two right. and three were the same woman. <laughs> That's like going to the refrigerator and pulling out a gallon of milk and going, well, this smells bad. Maybe it'll be fresh tomorrow.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so she remarried John, and they had three more children before they divorced again in 1963. So, you know, they, uh, they, they, they weren't having a good one. Uh, weeks after her divorce, her second divorce to John, she began a relationship with Dennis Lee Wright, who also abused her. Um, she had one child with Dennis, and Dennis went ghost after birth. He completely abandoned her. Just
1: just pulled up stakes and left. Yep.
0: Wow. Uh, by 1965, Gertrude lived alone with her seven children. So she had Paula, who's 17, Stephanie, who's 15, who was 15, John, who was 12, Marie, who was 11, Shirley, who was 10, James, who was 8, and Dennis Lee Wright Jr., who was 1. There's a lot of names here. They all come into play. Okay. So, just wanted to throw out who they were.
1: I'm going to try to keep up.
0: Uh, it'll be difficult. I I had to go back several times to go. Wait a minute. Who was this again? Who? Uh, what now? Yeah, there's a lot of lot of people that are going to be thrown in here. Uh, Gertrude was uh, five foot six and weighed only a hundred pounds. She was described as a haggard, underweight, asthmatic chain smoker. Who suffered from de- depression due to the stress of three failed marriages a failed relationship and a miscarriage oh wow um, she relied on sporadic checks from her first husband and she performed uh, odd jobs to neighbors and acquaintances such as sewing cleaning to earn money I, I read somewhere that her first husband was also a police officer or a former police officer the one who was who was abusive towards her yeah. one one of the ones one of the- Um, The one she married twice. Yes. So I I did read somewhere that he was a police officer at one point. So now we go to Sylvia Marie Likens. Um, She was born on January 3rd, 1949. She was also a third. She was the third of five children, just like Gertrude was Mm -hmm. a third. Um, And she was born to carnival workers Lester Cecil Likens and Elizabeth Francis. Uh, She was the middle child between two sets of fraternal twins. Oh, well. Uh, Daniel and Diana, though they were two years older than Sylvia, and Benny and Jenny, who were both a year younger. Um, Jenny, she also suffered from polio, and she had to wear a steel brace on one leg. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, Lester and Elizabeth, Sylvia's parents, um, their marriage was pretty unstable. Uh, they often sold candy, beer, and soda at carnival stands around Indiana in the summer. Uh, they moved frequently and experienced severe financial difficulties. Um, Their sons traveled with them regularly, but they discouraged Sylvia and Jenny for doing the same out of concern for their safety and education. Mm -hmm. So they frequently stayed with relatives. Okay. Um, Sylvia earned money by babysitting, running errands, performing ironing chores for friends and neighbors. Uh, She was described as as a friendly, confident, and lively girl with long, wavy, light brown hair and was known as cookie to her friends. She was fond of music, especially the Beatles, and was notably protective of Jenny, who was much more timid and insecure.
1: Jenny, um, who was younger.
0: Yes, Jenny was younger. Okay. Um, doo, doo, doo. By June of 65, Sylvia mm-hmm. and Jenny lived with their parents in Indianapolis. Um, on July 3rd of that year, her mother was arrested for and jailed for shoplifting. Um, And then shortly after that, Lester arranged for his daughters to board with Gertrude. In comes Gertrude now.
1: Gertrude with all the kids. Yep. Working odd jobs.
0: Yep. Um, They knew her. Uh, She was the mother of two girls that Sylvia Sylvia and Jenny went to high school with. Okay. Um, And Gertrude assured Lester she would care for his daughters as if they were her own children. Okay. Um, Yeah, that's going to be bad. Um, shortly after July 4th, they moved into uh, – Sylvia and Jenny's. So they moved into Gertrude's home. Uh, Lester and Elizabeth left for the East Coast with the carnival, and Lester had agreed to pay $20 a week for Gertrude to care for his daughters until they returned in November.
1: Okay. $20 a week in the 60s?
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes, because this was 1965. Okay. Um, during the first few weeks residing at the Banaszewski household – um, Jenny and Sylvia were well taken care of uh, okay. They received very little discipline or abuse Sylvia regularly sang songs along uh, uh, With records uh, As I said, she really liked the Beatles uh, She sang with Stephanie, one of Gertrude's children uh, And willingly helped out with the house, the housework Both girls attended Sunday school uh, With the Banaszewski children
1: 65, so this would be like uh, early Beatles Like uh, I Want to Hold Your Hand, yeah. Love Me Do, stuff like that Okay, I'm with you
0: Yep, I'm vinyl. Um, after the best th- way to listen. <laughs> oh, God, my God, I hear that all the time, and it just... I, that, that, that oh, murder. dude,
1: that that vinyl guy is a nerd. That 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 uh, dude is ooh. the
0: cracks and pops in there. I'm just like, no, that's like, not pure to me.
1: I love that sound, but that's that's what we listened uh, to when I was a kid. So
0: I, I know, but I I, I prefer you know, a nice clean sound. So oh, I don't know. I'm sorry. Oh, that, no, please. That's. Um, where, where am I da, da. um after two weeks of Stephan- of Sylvia and, L- and Jenny uh, living at the Vanasuski household payments from Lester failed to arrive con- consistently oh, occasionally no. arriving one or two days late um Gertrude became frustrated and began venting her frustration on the sisters by beating their bare butts with various instruments such as one quarter th- uh, such as a one quarter inch thick paddle uh, later on, there's going to be a belt involved, a police belt that came from her first husband. That's oh, where wow. I read that somewhere. Um, she would make statements like, well, I took care of you two little bitches for a week for nothing. Wow. I know. Wow. I know. That that's that first part just, just really kind of got to me. Um, on, on one occasion in late August, both girls were beaten approximately 15 times on the back with that paddle after Paula, um, one of the children, uh, had accused the sisters of eating too much food at a church supper. The household children had attended. Wow. Yeah. We've gotten a little aggressive here.
1: Yeah. This, this sounds like, uh, sounds like everybody's kind of ganging up on these two girls.
0: Yeah. That's going to change. By mid August sixty five, Gertrude began focusing her abuse almost exclusively on Sylvia. Uh, the initial abuse included subjecting Sylvia to beatings and starvation. She'd be forced to eat leftovers or spoiled food out of garbage cans. Oh, uh, once she was uh, she was beaten for stealing candy that Sylvia had actually purchased.
1: She got beaten for stealing candy that she bought
0: that Sylvia bought Sylvia had actually purchased it but Gertrude had, or she was accused of stealing and so Gertrude beat her for it um yeah i mean it it, it really seemed like this escalated very quickly yeah um you know i i, I just it, it 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 baffles me as as we kind of get through this because this isn't even anywhere near how bad it's going to get um later that same august um This is, this is, this is bad. Gertrude had asked Sylvia, if she had ever done anything with a boy Mm -hmm. and Sylvia didn't know what she meant. So she said, I guess so. Um, when what she had been doing is she'd gone skating with boys. She went to a park with them when she was in long beach. Um, later she had been telling Stephanie again, one of the other, uh, one of Gertrude's other children, um, she was. She told Stephanie and Jenny uh, that she once laid under the covers with her boyfriend. Gertrude overheard this and said, You're certainly getting big in the stomach, Sylvia. It looks like you're going to have a baby. Sylvia thought Gertrude was kidding with her and said, Yeah, it sure is big. I'm just going to go on a diet. Didn't go over well. Gertrude then informed her and the other girls in the house that whenever they did something with a boy, they would be sure to have a baby. And then she kicked Sylvia in the genitals. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paula, who was jealous of Sylvia uh, as it was, because Paula was overweight and three months pregnant. No. Oh. She attacked Sylvia, knocking her off uh, off her chair onto the kitchen floor and shouted, you ain't fit to sit in a chair. Then another time, Gertrude Paula and a neighborhood boy named Randy Gordon Lepper, Leaper, I don't know. Uh, force-fed Sylvia a hot dog overloaded with condiments. Sylvia vomited. She threw up as a result and then was forced to eat what she vomited. Oh. Um, then this appears to be what is Sylvia's only act of retaliation. She apparently then spread a rumor around the high school that uh, that Stephanie and Paula Benesuski were prostitutes. So she was upset about what was going on, and so she spread this rumor.
1: That they're prostitutes.
0: Right. Um, Stephanie confronted Sylvia and punched her for starting the rumor. And then Stephanie's boyfriend, Coy Randolph Hubbard, slapped Sylvia, banged her head against the wall, and flipped her backwards onto the floor. When Gertrude found out about about the rumor, she beat Sylvia with the paddle.
1: So she got beat three times?
0: Yes, for spreading this rumor. Um, on another occasion, Paula beat Sylvia uh, uh, so hard in the face and with such force that she broke her own wrist, uh, having primarily focused her blows upon Sylvia's teeth and eyes. Jesus. Um, later, Paula used her the cast on her wrist to beat Sylvia further. Uh, and Gertrude repeatedly falsely accused Sylvia of promiscuity and engaging in prostitution. Uh, she... She would deliver uh, uh, messages to Sylvia regarding the filthiness of prostitution and of women in general. Uh, Gertrude would later occasionally force Jenny to strike her own sister, so Sylvia, mm-hmm. beating Jenny if she did not comply.
1: Oh, my God. So hit your, hit your hit sister. Hit your sister or I'm um, going to beat you. Or I'm going to beat you. And yeah. the, the older sister who was protecting her was probably like, go ahead and hit me instead.
0: Right. Yeah. I, I mean, that's how I imagined it probably yeah. was. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Coy Hubbard, uh, the boyfriend of of Stephanie, um, and several of his friends, they'd often visit the house to both physically and verbally torment Sylvia. Doing so with all with the other children and Gertrude herself.
1: Wow.
0: Um, Gertrude actively encouraged the beatings. Uh, hey, this they, is
1: this is a period of a few months so far. Okay.
0: So far. Um, Gertrude would actively encourage the beatings. They would sometimes use her as a practice dummy in violent judo sessions, <laughs> cutting her body, burning her with lit cigarettes over a hundred times, and severely injuring Sylvia's genitals. Oh, dear Lord, yeah, here's where we start getting really, really bad. She was forced. Here's
1: to- where we start getting bad. Yeah, okay.
0: She was forced at one point to strip naked in the living room and masturbate with a glass Pepsi bottle while everyone looked on. Gertrude stated that this act of humiliation was to prove to Jenny what kind of girl Sylvia was. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Eventually, Gertrude stopped letting Sylvia go to school uh, after Sylvia confessed that she had stolen gym clothes from the school. She stole them because Gertrude refused to buy clothes for
1: her. And her... and, and, and she's a growing girl and she needs clothes. Right.
0: So her punishment for, for the theft, um, Sylvia was whipped with a three-inch wide leather belt. This is the police belt I was talking about. And repeatedly kicked in her genitals while telling her the evils of premarital sex. Um, Stephanie, at this point, actually tried defending Sylvia by saying she didn't do anything. So Gertrude burned Sylvia's fingertips with matches and then whipped her some more. A few days later, Jenny was whipped repeatedly with the belt. After it was discovered, Jenny stole a single tennis shoe to wear on her strong foot. Because remember, Jenny had polio. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, Jenny got beaten for that. For wow. Stealing. Yeah. Um. Both Sylvia and Jenny um, were terrified of telling their family or other adults of the increasing abuses they thought that things would get worse. Yeah. Um, Gertrude actually told Jenny that if she told anyone, she would be abused and tortured to the same degree as Sylvia. Oh. And occasionally neighborhood girls would ridicule or beat Jenny when she alluded to what was happening to Sylvia. So when she tried to tell somebody, they'd beat her up for it.
1: Wow.
0: Right. Um, so mom and dad returned, um, a couple times during the summer. The very last time that they visited was in late August and neither girl showed signs of distress about their abuse or mistreatment, uh, because Gertrude was around the whole time. She would never leave.
1: I'll bet not. I'll bet not.
0: And as soon as their parents left, Gertrude turned to Sylvia and said, what are you going to do now, Sylvia, now that they're gone? Um... Then in September, they ran into their older sister, Diana. Remember, they had yeah. older siblings yeah. as well. Um, they actually told Diana about the abuse and that Sylvia was targeted specifically. Um, but they didn't tell Diana exactly where they were living. And so Diana thought they were exaggerating. Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, uh, and the reason they didn't tell her where they were living, this, this was a little confusing. But they saw Diana several weeks earlier. And they observed Marie. I don't remember who Marie was. I've got to go back. Um, They gave Sylvia a sandwich to eat when Sylvia told Diana she was hungry. Oh, Marie is one of Gertrude's kids. Uh, Marie told Gertrude, and Gertrude accused Sylvia of gluttony before she and Paula choked and beat Sylvia. They then gave her a scalding hot bath to cleanse her of her sins. Uh, And they grabbed Sylvia's hair and repeatedly banged her head against the bath, only to revive her when she fainted. Wow. Yeah. Um. So soon after this, there was a local neighborhood uh, guy who called the high school and he reported, he anonymously reported seeing a girls with open sores across her entire body living at the Banasuski house. Okay. Um. Sylvia had not been in school and so a school nurse visited to investigate. Um, Gertrude claimed that Sylvia had run away from home the previous week and she had no idea where she was. Okay. Uh, she also said that Sylvia was out of control and the open sores were the result of Sylvia's refusal to maintain personal hygiene and that Sylvia was a bad bad influence on her own children and the nurse made no further investigation.
1: Wow. Yeah. Um,
0: in October... Oh, 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 oh. I know, I know. Um, in October, Diana discovered where her sisters lived. She went there to contact her sisters, but Gertrude wouldn't let her in. Gertrude uh, told Diana that her parents said Diana was not allowed to see either girl and Diana was to get off her property. Um, And then she, and then Diana ran into Jenny about two weeks after that and asked about Sylvia, and Jenny said, I can't tell you or I'll get in trouble. So. Now the 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 apparently the the frequency and brutality of the abuse increased. Mm-hmm. Um, Sylvia now gradually became incontinent. Um, she was not allowed access to the bathroom, and she was just forced to pee on herself. Oh my god! Um, when she did this, Gertrude punished her and threw Sylvia into the basement where she tied her up. Uh, she was often kept naked, rarely fed, and frequently deprived of water. Uh, sometimes she was tied to the basement stair railing with her feet barely touching the floor.
1: So essentially crucifixion.
0: Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it what it sounded like to me. Um, Gertrude would often tell her children that Sylvia would insult them, hoping to incite them into humiliating or attacking Sylvia. Uh, she once held up a knife she once held a knife up and challenged Sylvia to fight her back. This woman's nuts. Uh, when Sylvia told her she didn't know how to fight, Gertrude cut her leg. Wow. Um, yeah, and it's going to get worse. It's not over? Oh No, no, no. Well, so the neighborhood kids were charged five cents apiece to come see Sylvia naked and to humiliate, beat, scald, burn, and mutilate her. So, So the whole neighborhood...
1: Yeah. Was complicit in Our this.
0: Or neighborhood children. They don't say the whole neighborhood, but neighborhood children uh for five cents they could come see Sylvia naked and beat her, burn her, scald her. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, this is medieval. Right. And this was going on in the sixties in Indianapolis, Indiana.
0: Yeah. Um Gertrude this frequently is why I don't trust Midwesterners. <laughs> Well, Gertrude frequently, with the assistance of her children and neighborhood children, would restrain and gag Sylvia. Uh, they'd place her into a scalding hot bath and rub salt into her wounds.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Oh, uh, this one was bad. On, on there was one occasion where she was force-fed urine and feces from a dirty diaper, then given half a cup of water, telling her that would be the only water she'd get for the rest of the day. Yeah. I need um,
1: a delete button for my brain.
0: Yeah. <sighs> okay. On, on October 22nd, um John, you know you know what, let me go back. Are we cuz they they went there in June or July? Yeah. Yeah. So now we're in October.
1: July, August, September.
0: Yeah. 3 4 yeah. months. Um
1: she um, went from a from a from a a happy-go-lucky young girl to a a a torture slave.
0: Yeah. On October 22nd, John Jr. gave Sylvia a bowl of soup to eat with her fingers. Um, Sylvia was so she was so malnourished at this point. She she would just shake. I mean, when she tried to eat the food, John would just take it away from her. Yeah, I mean, these are the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, apparently, Sylvia was allowed to sleep upstairs, but only because she'd been sleeping in the basement. Apparently, yeah. well, tied most up of the time. Um, She would be allowed to sleep upstairs on the condition she would not wet herself. Um, That night, Sylvia asked Jenny secretly to give her some water. Uh, The next morning, Gertrude discovered Sylvia had wet herself, so she was forced to insert a glass bottle into her vagina in the presence of the other children before Gertrude ordered her to the basement. Um, I, I... I warned you. I, I, I have to say, I warned you. This is pretty bad. Um, and this this part may be one of the worst parts. Um, shortly after that, um, yeah.
1: Okay. All yeah. right. I'm ready. Wait, wait. Yeah, you better okay, you better
0: steal yourself. Uh, Gertrude shouted for Sylvie to come into the kitchen, uh, and she ordered her to strip naked. Then she yelled at her, you have branded my daughters, uh, now I'm going to brand you. And she began carving the words, I'm a prostitute and proud of it with a heated needle. I don't know why, didn't find why she couldn't, but Gertrude was unable, was unable to finish the branding. So she had a neighborhood kid, Richard Dean Hobbs, finish it. And she took Jenny out of the house to the store. Uh, Richard finished the branding while Sylvia clenched and moaned. Um, And then Richard and Shirley took Sylvia to the basement where each of them took an anchor bolt and attempted to burn the letter S under Sylvia's left breast. Um, They had actually turned one loop backwards, and so it looked like a number three. Um, Later that day, Gertrude told Sylvia she'd never be able to marry now because of the words... Uh, carved on her and for Sylvia to show all the other children, claiming Sylvia got the carving at a sex party. Wow. This to me may be the worst part of all this is this, this just, this almost makes you want to cry that night. Sylvia told Jenny, Jenny, I know you don't want me to die, but I'm going to die. I can tell it. I'm sorry. Wow. My voice cracked on that one. That's, that's almost the saddest part of this story. Um, God, I want to
1: hear about Iron Mike again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the following day, Gertrude made Sylvia write a letter, um, to her parents to make them believe that Sylvia had run away. Uh, the letter was to frame uh, a group of local, local kids, anonymous local kids for beating and mutilating her after she agreed to have sex with them.
1: Wow. So she's trying to get out of it. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, once the letter was finished, Gertrude made a plan to have John Jr. and Jenny, I don't know how she brought Jenny into this, uh, blindfold Sylvia and take her to an area known as Jimmy's forest where she would be left to die. Uh, she then tied Sylvia back to the railing and gave her crackers to eat. Sylvia refused and said she didn't want it and to give it to the dog. Uh, Gertrude then forced the crackers into Sylvia's mouth before she and John beat her. Yeah. So on October 25th, Sylvia actually tried to escape. She actually overheard Gertrude um, telling her plan to abandon Sylvia to die. Um, to expose her
1: to the elements in Indiana
0: in October. October now. Yeah. yeah,
1: October in, in Indianapolis. Yep.
0: Yeah. It gets pretty cold there. Um, Sylvia was, was too weak from all of her injuries and Gertrude caught her before she could leave the property. Um, Sylvia was then given toast to eat, but wasn't able to eat because of her extreme state of dehydration. Mm -hmm. Uh, Gertrude forced the toast into Sylvia's mouth and then repeatedly struck her in the face with a curtain rod. Coy Hubbard uh, then took the rod and hit Sylvia one more time, and she went unconscious. Gertrude then dragged her into the basement. That evening... Sylvia tried screaming for help and beating the walls with the spade. A neighbor actually heard the commotion, but then it ceased, so she decided not to call the police. Uh,
1: That's like the fifth time this kid almost got out of this. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, The morning of October 26th, uh, Sylvia was now unable to speak intelligibly or even move her limbs. Uh, Gertrude took Sylvia into the kitchen and propped her up against the wall. She tried to give Sylvia a donut and a glass of milk, but then Sylvia couldn't get the milk to her lips correctly, apparently. So Gertrude threw her to the floor in frustration and then back into the basement. Several of the kids, the children, um, then went to the basement to further humiliate Sylvia. Um, they had said that she had tried moving her arms and pointing at the faces of people she recognized, and tr- and tried saying names. Um, she had then defecated on herself, and John Junior sprayed her with a water hose. Brought into the house at Gertrude's request, Sylvia attempted to escape them for the last time, but collapsed before she could reach the stairs. Gertrude then. St- Damped on Sylvia's head before standing over and staring for several moments. Shortly after 5.30 that afternoon, Richard returned to the basement to find Sylvia crying um, and cuddling Sylvia's emaciated and lacerated body. I'm sorry, this is just, this is, this affected me so bad listening to this. Um, they gave, uh, Sylvia and Richard gave Sylvia a warm bath, dressed her in new clothes, and later on a mattress in one of the bedrooms. Uh, Stephanie then said... Trying to cover it up. Mm-hmm. And then Stephanie said, oh, she'll be all right. She then realized that Sylvia was not breathing and began trying to give her mouth to mouth while Gertrude repeatedly shouted that Sylvia was faking her death. Sylvia Likens was 16 years old and finally succumbed to her injuries. Well,
1: starvation. Yeah. 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 Uh, what you're describing sounds like... Uh, uh, people out of the camps.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the autopsy revealed that Sylvia- So you can't
1: had, give them a lot of water and stuff like right. that
0: because they will die. Right. The The autopsy revealed that Sylvia had an excess of 150 separate wounds across her entire body. The wounds varied in location, nature, severity, and stage of healing. Her injuries included burns, severe bruising, and extensive muscle and nerve damage, and she had apparently bitten completely through her lips. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Poor Sylvia was dead. Um, I did add in here the aftermath of everything. Yes, please Um, give us some closure. Gertrude Banaszewski was found guilty of first-degree murder and was given a life sentence. Um, Apparently, she was a model prisoner, too. hmm, Whatever. Well, you know. Yeah, whatever. She (laughs) was paroled in 1985 and died of lung cancer five years later. Five Uh, years too long. I would agree. Paula Banasuski was found guilty of second-degree murder in 1966, but this was overturned in 1971 on a technicality. Uh, She pleaded guilty to voluntary manslaughter to avoid a retrial and was sentenced to two to 21 years. She attempted a prison break uh, and then was released from prison in 1974. Uh, She changed her name and was working in a school system in Iowa when it was discovered in 2012 who she was, who she really was, and she was fired. She since oh, bet, not, I'll bet she was. <clears throat> She's then slipped off the grid. Uh Stephanie Benasuski was. Wait a new. minute.
1: Wait a minute. We have
0: to go back for a second. Sure.
1: So she was involved in a prison break yeah. and still got out in '71. Yeah,
0: I didn't find a whole lot of information on the prison break. It just they huh. it just okay. said she did the prison was break sorry. was released. Please continue. Yeah. Okay. No, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, Stephanie Benasuski was given a special trial and all charges were dropped because she turned state's evidence against family. So a lot of the information on what happened in the house was because of her. Because
1: of Stephanie. Yep. Yeah, who was also one of the torturers.
0: Yep. Okay. Uh, John Benasuski Jr. uh, was convicted on manslaughter at 12 years old. Wow. Yep, he was 12. 12 years old. And he served two years as the youngest inmate at the Indiana State Reformatory. Mm-hmm. where he found religion and was allegedly the only family member to show public remorse. He would die in 2005 at 52. Marie Benesuski testified at the trial but no charges were brought against her. She was the only member of the family to cry on the stand during questioning Okay. Uh Shirley Benesuski, she was the one that heated the needle that was used to brand Sylvia, but Shirley was never charged with any crime. I guess maybe just cuz she heated. Mhm. Uh, James Benesuski was only eight at the time and was not arrested and, or asked to testify, although some reports suggested he played a role in the crime. Mm-hmm. Now we come to the couple of neighborhood kids that were named. Coy Hubbard was convicted of manslaughter and only served two years before being released. He was tried for another murder in 1982, but was acquitted and died in June 2007.
1: So he okay. He was indicted on another murder. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yep. Well, he got. He went to monster school apparently. Yep. So.
0: And Richard Hobbs was convicted of manslaughter and served a short sentence. He died of cancer in 1972 at the age of 21.
1: 21. Died of cancer.
0: Yep. Well, I guess evil <laughs> leaves a stain. Yes. Um. The 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 positive side of this one, um, because of Sylvia's case, um, it's credited with the Indiana with the creation of the Indi- Indiana's mandated reporter law uh that requires everyone in Indiana regardless of age or profession to report any suspicion of child abuse to law enforcement. Right on. So that's Sylvia's law.
1: That sounds wo- that sounds wonderful.
0: Yeah, and you know, like I said there was the Sylvia's Child Advocacy Center, uh that's a site that's really dedicated to, you know, helping children out mm-hmm. who are victims of abuse and whatnot. Um so yeah, I'm- what ha-
1: what happened to the sister?
0: uh jenny uh she i believe jenny is still alive um i didn't write down a whole lot about jenny jenny's part confused me a lot because i i, I, I don't know why jenny was left alone mostly and it was sylvia that got most of it i, I didn't understand that I
1: prob- I'm, probably because they they figured because she was compliant and 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 you know predators will will seek out people like that and uh and make them accomplices you know or or it's easier to it's easier to keep her in line with a threat than an actual act
0: i mean there were some websites that that talked about jenny a little bit but i kind of left those out i i, I- very honestly, I'd gotten as far as I was willing to get with this I, one. I don't.
1: Yeah, I. No, I'm, 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 I. I. I kind of wish you to get, cut it a little shorter, but I'm glad I, to know, know. that the people get, got convicted.
0: Yeah, and and like I said, this this was called Indiana's most terrible crime. It's, I see why it's listed in the top ten murders yeah. Uh, ever. Yeah. Um, because it's just it's just yeah. terrible. I it's, mean, Sylvia was 16 years old. Yeah.
1: Basically, it was Buchenwald in Indiana.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. So. Uh, there's for so one person, dark story there. I, I. Yeah. I, that's real dark. I, I forward I, you.
1: I. I kind of. I'm kind of glad we. Uh, we. We did something light before that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Um, this one probably took more time researching than a lot of them because I found so much information. I was having to go. Uh, uh, back and forth, and and compare my notes and see, you know, yeah. what was consistent with stories, what was not. Um, but uh, but yeah, so you, know, I, I I found it when when I had uh, seen it on the uh, on the top ten list. I think it was listed as the number one or number two, and so I'm like, yeah, I, I really want to cover this, and it was just like. I I stepped away many times. Uh,
1: I yeah, many oh.
0: times from this one cuz I just I just couldn't take it. So. Wow. So, yeah. So that's uh that's uh that's my story. So, um glad I could
1: I I, I would like to thank you for the effort. <laughs> I, I do appreciate the effort. And, and,
0: and, and I'm not laughing at the story. This is, I mean, literally, that's nervous laughter at this point because, yeah. of, because it's just out. I would
1: like to thank you for the effort, but not the story itself. Yeah.
0: Hey, I'm covering murder, so.
1: Murder. Well, that was a murder. Yeah. Will, you all right? No. No? Okay.
0: You're not okay. You're not okay. okay. We, have, uh, yeah. we have hurt Will. We've so. disturbed Will. Again. Wow. Wow okay um well so yeah, so I guess that's that's it uh, um, if you're still wanting to uh stay with us and uh, and listen more uh again mm-hmm. you can find us on our website at nerder dot com uh on facebook it's uh nerd and murd mm-hmm. uh at nerd and murd podcast um we will have an Instagram and Twitter soon. Uh, we've got pictures to go up. Uh, we're probably going to have a, a teaser episode go up mm-hmm. soon. Yes. Uh We're hoping to start uh, uh, releasing soon. Uh, if you want to email us, uh, the email for uh, the show is email at nerderymurdery dot com. Mm-hmm. If you want to email me specifically and tell me how you hate me now because <laughs> I left your life very dark, uh, you can find me at jeffrey at nerderymurdery dot com. He likes it. <laughs> you can find Zig at uh, zig at nerderymurdery dot com. If you want to tell him about all your, uh, your 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 nerd likes and things yes, you nerd please. out about. And if you want to email Will and tell him how you feel sorry for him about having to uh, listen to us two wackos, you can get him at uh, will at nerderyandmurdery.com. So with that, uh, thanks for listening.
1: Yes, uh, I'm Zig uh, with your nerdery.
0: And I'm Jeffrey with your murdery. We're nerdery and murdery. Cue the music. Cue music.